please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to Annapolis a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hi, and welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. So, how are you feeling this week, my friends? Have you taken your prescriptions as they're written? Are you going to your doctor's appointments? How about your therapy? Have you gone to your therapy appointments? You're doing the exercises they give you? What about the exercises at home? Are you doing them as well? Are you keeping the journal like we spoke about last time? Do you know when your next doctor's appointments are? Do you keep notes on what the doctors are telling you? Do you keep notes on how you're feeling? All very important. One of the things I'd like to talk about this week is the ADA. I was at at a doctor's appointment last week, and I got there a little bit early for my appointment, so I'm sitting in the waiting room, and I'm listening to two women speaking. (laughs) I know that's wrong, it's eavesdropping, but it was entertaining. I'm listening to them speak, and evidently one of the ladies' husbands is uh, newly disabled, and he just got approved for Social Security Disability. They're talking about things that he's going to need in the house. Evidently, he can't walk. They were talking about a handrail in the hallway to help him get around and a ramp on the front of the house. And I'm assuming that he's in a wheelchair because they're talking about the width of the doors in the apartment aren't wide enough for the chair. And he's having a hard time getting into the bathroom. He's using a commode in the living room because he can't get his wheelchair into the bedroom because of the width of the doors. The friend, oh, she's full of suggestions. She's like, this can't be. He's a Social Security recipient. He has rights, and you call the ADA, and the ADA is going to come in there, and they're going to put the ramp on the front of the house for you, and they're going to widen the doorways, and they're going to give them a handicap-sized toilet, and they're going to lower counters. And I'm listening to this going, wow. (laughs) And I wanted to say to her, you couldn't be more wrong. People think that the ADA is like Santa Claus for the disabled people, and it couldn't be further from the truth. But this woman meant well. I'm sure she meant well. If you remember the very first episode of An Apple a Day, we were talking about family and friends after you become disabled. They're all full of suggestions, and they all mean well, but they haven't been through this. So a lot of times, they're just giving you their best guess. It's nice of them, and I thank them for it all the time. You know, whenever someone gives me a suggestion, I thank them because you never know. Their suggestion may be right this time. But in the case of the ADA, this woman was way off base. A lot of people don't know what the ADA is. They just know that it's Americans with Disability Act. And what the ADA is, it's the nation's first comprehensive civil rights law addressing the needs of people with disabilities, prohibiting discrimination in employment, public services, public accommodations, and telecommunications. They're not a grab bag of equipment for you. They make sure that you're able to get in and out of public places like stores and restaurants and theaters, government buildings. They make sure that people People that are deaf or hard of hearing are able to get telephone service, the TTY, for, for the hard of hearing. They make sure that stores accommodate the disabled people with handicapped parking. I'm sure Oscar's happy about that. But these are the things that the ADA does. The 
ADA doesn't bring equipment into your house and install it. They're a civil rights organization. It's just like any other civil rights organization that protects people of color and you can't be discriminated against because of your race, your creed, your religion, the color of your eyes, the color of your hair. You can't be discriminated against for that. And now you can't be discriminated against because of a disability. In other words, people can't tell you, well, you're not welcome in this restaurant because you're in a wheelchair. That's against the law. That's what the ADA is there for, to protect you from stuff like that. But they're not there to install equipment in your house. The other thing that the lady was wrong about is the landlord. She was saying that the landlord has to put a ramp on the house now for him because he's a, he's on social security disability. And he has to widen the doors. The landlord doesn't have to do anything. That's up to you. You have to do it. But you also have to get permission from the landlord first. The things that you put in may end up having to stay as part of the house or you have to replace them back with the original equipment. Making the doors wider, that's on your bill. They rented you the house as it was. Putting a ramp on the house, again, you have to get permission from the landlord. And I suggest any changes that you're going to make to the inside of that house or to put a ramp up the front to get into that house if you're renting, I suggest that you get all of that in writing from the landlord and stipulate everything. Don't just take it on a handshake and say, the landlord said, yeah, go ahead, do it. Nope. Make sure you get it in writing. Not because you don't trust the landlord, just so that there's no problems at the end of the deal if and when you decide to move out. That's your responsibility to get it. It's not anyone else's responsibility to make accommodations for you. Now, as far as things like grab bars and wheelchairs and whatnot, you're going to have to go through your insurance. Medicare has certain things that they cover under what they call durable medical equipment, such as canes, walkers, wheelchairs, crutches, stuff like that. And you have to check with them what they actually do cover and how much of it they do cover. Also, if you have a secondary insurance, check with them. Check with whoever you have. Check with them and see what they cover. If they turn around and say they don't cover it, they always have an appeals process, but now you run into a problem. If you need a walker to get around and you have to appeal the insurance company, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay in one spot this whole time? You can do a couple of things. You can go someplace and see if you can rent one for the time being, or you can go to a place like Walmart and buy it. That's up to you. But again, it's your responsibility to do it. The appeals process is in place for this particular situation. So you make the appeal. The other thing, there's equipment that you need, not that you can't move around without it, but things like if you're a diabetic, there's special shoes for a diabetic. Special shoes, they have inserts that accommodate your foot because your feet are one of the most likely places that diabetes is going to affect first, your extremities. They do make shoes for that. I do know that Medicare does cover one pair of shoes a year. What you have to do is if you have secondary insurance, check with them. Because with Medicare, Medicare pays 80% and you're responsible for the other 20. But check with your other insurance company and see what they pay. You can put the two of them together. You can use both to get your shoes and it might not cost you anything. I will tell you this, the shoes are very, very, very important. The first time I got shoes, I only had Medicare and I had to pay the difference. And it wasn't, they're not cheap. They're custom made shoes for you. And in order to get them, you have to go to the podiatrist or the orthopedic doctor, they take a mold of your foot, actually. It's molded to your foot, the shoes. Believe me, they look kind of funny in the beginning. <laughs> I looked at them and they remind me of Buster Brown for some reason. But I'll tell you what, I put them on, I wear them every day. Or I wear one every day anymore because it fits like a glove. It's not like a regular shoe. You hardly even know you have it on. People that can still walk, that's such great protection for your feet. But again, that's 
something that you check with your insurance. And what are you going to do if the doctor tells you you need them? What are you going to do if you don't have Medicare, say, or you're not eligible for Medicare yet, and your insurance company doesn't cover it? Are you not going to have them? That not that a little bit foolish? Again, it's personal responsibility that we have to take for our health. Okay, and one more thing here. Something that you should look into every year. If you're receiving Social Security disability, every year you get a book from the Department of Social Security, and it tells you the different upgrades with Medicare and different programs and program changes and what have you. That's a book that's very important. I mean, in your free time, look through the book. Don't just take the book and put it away or throw it away or anything like that. It's very important. That tells you what's available to you out there. As far as durable medical equipment, as far as prescriptions, it's just a very important book. And I know too many people that say, I just get it. I throw it away. I have one friend of mine that says he uses it to keep his bed level. They send it to you. It's worth taking a look at. Now, something else you take a look at in that book is the supplement for your Medicare. You can get supplement insurance that won't cost you anything. You can just get it if you qualify for it. You'll still have to pay your Medicare out of out of your, your Social Security check, but you'll get the supplemental insurance as well, which will cover more than what Medicare does. Or you can even, you can get other supplement plans that might cost you a couple of bucks a month, but that'll come right out of your Social Security check. So it, it'll never be that you have to remember to make a payment on it. I did that at one time and I used Yamana and they were great. They were great. They covered a lot Plus, there's benefits to some of these supplement companies, like uh, they have a thing called Silver Sneakers, where you get a membership at the Y to go over and exercise or use the pool for water therapy or anything like that. Before you do anything like that, always check with your doctor. But look through that book that they send you. They send it usually in October every year. It's a white book. It'll say uh, Medicare on it. It's important to read through that and keep it. I keep mine every year for reference throughout the year. I just wanted to bring that out. Let's take a bit of a break here and we'll be back in 30 seconds. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page and you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com but please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. Ah, that wasn't too bad. You know, every time I play that 30-second bit, it sounds like it's getting a little bit shorter and shorter. <laughs> Anyway, let's change gears here a little bit. Let's talk about my favorite subject. Let's talk about saving some money. <laughs> money is better in our pocket than anybody else's, right? Of course. Now, I want to talk to you about ordering dinner in. Have you ever called and had pizza delivered or Chinese food or something like that delivered to the house? It comes and the driver will tell you, oh, it's $19 and you give them a $3 tip or a $4 tip, $5, whatever. You happen to look at the bill and you notice that there's a delivery charge on it. If you haven't, look at your bills. I noticed that. I ordered from a pizza shop. It was a chain pizzeria. It was in our area and they have good food. I called them up and I got the girl that answers the phone. I said, I'm curious. Why is there a $1.50 delivery charge on my bill? You told me there was a minimum of $20. I said, I made an order of $20. I tipped the driver five bucks and I just noticed that there's a, a charge on my bill for $1.50 for delivery. What's that for? So she starts asking around and they're saying, well, you know, nobody knows, but the boss will be in tomorrow. I'll find out for you. I I said, okay, well, I'll call tomorrow and I'll ask for the boss. She gave me the name, 
Good night. The next day, I called him. I said, hi. I said, I'm a customer of yours, and I gave him my address. He goes, oh, yes, yes. Very nice about it. And I said, well, I got a question for you. I said, when I call, they tell me that there's a $20 minimum for delivery. There's times where I don't need $20 worth, but I'll order it to get the delivery. I noticed last night that there was a $1.50 charge on my bill for delivery. He goes, yeah. I said, but how is that even possible? I said, you're telling me that there's a $20 delivery. Well, yeah, it's got to be worth a while to make the delivery. Okay, so it's worth your while to make the delivery on 20 bucks and on, you're still charging me a dollar 50 i said what's a dollar 50 for it says on the bill it doesn't go to the driver no it's a dollar 50 delivery charge but for what and he couldn't answer me finally he said uh you know what call somebody else from now on click he hung up the phone I said, wow as much business as we were giving him okay i hung up the phone too i would never call him back we used another pizzeria local and when i called in the order he told me there was a minimum delivery and i said fine i said do you have a delivery charge he says yes we do i said can you tell me what it's for. And again, I went through it. I said to him, I said, if you're telling me a $20 delivery, you know, I have to have an order for $20 for you to deliver. And then you're going to charge me $1.50 on top of that. Plus I'm going to tip the driver. I said, that's not right. And there was silence on the phone. And he came back. He says, you're absolutely right. So he took the $1.50 charge off. Question your bill. Look at your bills when you get them. If you see anything out of the ordinary, call them and question it. Don't feel like you're nickel and diamond them. I would have at one time, but I don't anymore. I'm looking to save money. My The money's better in my pocket than the pizza parlors. If you can't explain to me what a charge is for, then I want charge taken off. The same thing with the Chinese restaurant. They do the same thing and I asked them and they took it off. Don't be afraid to ask because sometimes they'll take it off your bill and you'll save a dollar fifty. Dollar fifty again is better in your pocket than the restaurants. And speaking of restaurants, I had taken my family out. I'm talking about my extended family as well. We went out for dinner during the holidays. When we got there, lovely place. Food was excellent. The bill comes. So I automatically take out my card and I'm going to give the waitress a $40 tip in cash. Then I noticed that there's an 18% charge on my on my bill. So I, I went over and I asked the, I guess it's the maitre d'. I said, can you tell me what am I supposed to do with this? I said, do I tip the waitress or is this that? He goes, well, you know, that goes to the bus boys, the cook, the kitchen, the dishwasher, it goes to everybody. He says, so if your waitress gave you good service, he says, you tip her. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> You're telling me how much I should tip. I said, how much should I tip the waitress? He goes, customary is 50 percent, 16%. I said, so I'm supposed to give 16% to the waitress, another 18% to the kitchen help. I said, what do you pay them? So he, he says, well, that's the way it is. I said, okay, sorry. When I went back to the table, I said to the waitress, I said, I don't want you to think I'm cheaping out on you. I said, but here's the deal. Your boss told me he took out 18% tip already. And you could tell by the look on her face, she wasn't happy. But what is she going to say? Now I check. I check and I tell him, I don't want you to figure out my tip for me. I will leave the tip. Otherwise, I don't leave a tip. She would have made out better or they would have made out better with what I was going to leave in cash because I was leaving almost 25%. To me, it was worth it. She was very friendly, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be strong on. Like I said, check your bill. That money is better in your pocket than in theirs. You know what I'm saying? Here's one more thing. With the price of gas lately, I mean, we're always looking for a bargain. And I found this website. Someone had told me about it a while ago. I forgot all about it, but I, I went back and I looked just recently. There's a website called Gas Buddy. And what it is, is you put your zip code in and it gives you the gas stations around your area and tells you what the prices are. I was surprised to see such a difference in prices. I usually pass two two gas stations on the main road and they're usually about the same. But if you go one block over, it's like a four cent a gallon less. There was one that if you went six blocks over and it's all going towards the highway, if you go six blocks over, you're saving almost a dime a gallon. It's worth it. <laughs> to me, it's worth it because my van takes 30 gallons. There's $3. So that might you might want to check that out, the uh, gas buddy. 
pieces, www.gasbuddies.com. And I just want to pass this along. If you're curious about learning more about the ADA and what it can do for you, you can visit www.ada.gov. That's A as in Apple, D as in David, A as in Apple.gov. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming by here today. And thanks for listening to me for a few minutes. I'd like to ask you, if you would, if you'd put a rating down below on the show, let us know what you think of it. There's a comment box there. We'd love to hear your comments. And please take care of yourself this week. Remember, it can always be worse. Thank you very much for stopping by. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.